You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, T3, Ted Keys, a.k.a. Papa Keys. We are Amir. Well, we're coming up on now 50 hours away from 2023 NFL season. And if anything from what the college football week one season was like, then we're in for a treat as us football fans now have. Sorry, girlfriends. The men will be watching football until February. I know this is a, a, a tough time for some people to deal with because of the fact that Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays, Mondays have become occupied due to the boys of fall returning. I, like I said, college football delivered a huge, huge weekend. Colorado, the talk of the college football world. I mean, I get it. TCU is a different team. They scored 45 points. They look great offensively. They still gave up 42. Let's see how they continue to reel off the big win for this team that was only one win last year. It was one of the worst teams in all of college football last year. And to see them, you got playmakers on that team. And then you have two top 10 match, two top 10 teams going down, getting embarrassed too. LSU, Florida State, ooh, those Knowles looking like they could be coming back after a long layoff of being mediocre. They might, they might take over uh, the reins of the best team in Florida, Ted. How do you feel about that? Because Miami's in the dumps, Florida's in the dumps. Florida State might be taking the reins as the best team in the floor in, in the uh, Sunshine State now. Long overdue for them. Yeah, long overdue. Definitely a huge win over the LSU Tigers. And then last night on Labor Day, wow. I thought Duke was a basketball program. Well, maybe things are changing as that once proud team called the Clemson Tigers got embarrassed on Labor Day night against the Duke Blue Devils. Wow. Well, if you get the quarterback right. Well, yeah, that's true. And if you just have a better overall team, too. I mean, if you got the talent, if you got the belief, playing at home helps is a big way. It's a big part in winning football nowadays. But like I said, the week one of college football, huge success. Sorry for fantasy owners, too. Sad day. If you have Travis Kelsey, looks like he is not going to be playing in week one. So 50 hours away, we will not be getting possibly Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey for the defending Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. A lot has changed. A lot has happened in this. And we're think about it. It's only September 5th. There's so much happening right now, and not just the college football world, but the NFL world. You're waiting on mega deals for superstar players, Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow, Chris Jones, Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, and now Travis Kelsey dealing with this injury. There's a lot going on in the NFL. And like I said, we're only two two days away from the NFL season. A huge slate of games this weekend. Like, think about this. Lions, Chiefs. Lions got a lot. Lions got a lot to prove. The Chiefs, let's see what they do without Chris Jones and possibly Travis Kelsey now. You get the Packers and Bears rivalry. Two teams that are in fighting for that NFC North. Dolphins and Chargers. Tua versus Herbert. They will always be side and side because of that 2020 draft. And then the Monday and Sunday night games, both in New York. Think about it. New York is going to be loud this weekend. Well, awesome. Sunday I mean, night, the Giants take on the Dallas Cowboys, the team that they cannot beat. Yeah. And then the Monday night game, the New York Jets take on the Buffalo Bills for a mega matchup on September I mean, 11th. So, I mean, Ted, this is think about this also. I was just I was checking this out. This season, we'll have 14 2022 playoff rematches, most in history of the NFL. This includes a Super Bowl rematch. This includes both title game rematches. This also includes all AFC or all four divisional matchups rematches. And then you got three games from wildcard weekend. So you have a lot of great potential games. And if it's anything like 2022 was, we're in for another treat of a season. Yeah. Well, let's was, start off. Yo, ESPN, the highest expensive ticket right now is is the Bears Green Bay game at 225. I mean, there's a lot of pot- there's a lot of great things going I mean, in that game. A lot of well, trash I mean, talking, a lot of trash San talking. San they hate Denver, each other. And it's the change San in the guard. Well, San Francisco Pittsburgh should be a That's another great game. Knocker. Tennessee New Orleans game. I mean, that's another huge game New Orleans. You got Derek Carr, Ryan Ta- Ryan Tannehill, DeAndre Hopkins back. You got Cincinnati and Cleveland. Now listen, this is Burrow's kryptonite. Browns are 5 and 1 in the last 3 seasons against the Bengals. 
So the Browns' defense dominates Joe Burrow in that offense. And Joe Burrow, don't forget, he missed all preseason. Um, he's still scheduled to start, right? Every, you haven't yeah. read anything. that. He, so how is he going to perform Sunday against the Browns? Miles Garrett brought in Zadarius Smith. Show, should give Miles Garrett a lot more single coverage on the outside with the tackles. I think Miles Garrett is due for another huge year, possibly defensive player of the year. Deshaun Watson, like here we go. Like there's no more Deshaun Watson like talk of last year's nonsense. I mean, mm-hmm. it'll still always be a, a cloud in the sky over him, but let's see what the Browns, because the Browns are a huge question mark in that AFC. I think potentially they have just as good a roster as anyone in that conference and division. Mm-hmm. But in you know we don't know like are we going to get Deshaun Watson from three years ago where he was leading the league in pass yards and completion percentage and passer rating, yep. or are we going to get the Deshaun Watson last year where he looked like a guy that had not played in a year and a half? You know they have all the the tools that they I mean that that AFC is is phenomenal. But that's the, you know, but that's the thing I mean, too. AFC East, all four teams are possible but playoff teams. But NFC, that's AFC the thing also. Not even in the, just like. Just going through like the matchups. There's a lot of matchups. A lot of teams. Sure, you got the rookie quarterback start this weekend. It's not. It's not even that. This is like this could be a real great test for a lot of these teams that a lot of people have been praising throughout the offseason. Detroit Lions. I mean, no better chance on national TV in front of millions and millions of people to go against the defending champs on the road to see Mm -hmm. that everybody's. This is this is everybody's darling preseason darling. Then, like I said, the Dolphins made some big moves against the Chargers, also made some moves. So you get a true test of that. Those are two teams that you think are going to be playing each and every week like it's a playoff game. And then I'm just going to go through some of the Bills and Jets. The Jets, we already know. We don't really need to talk anything about the Jets because they've been talked about the most talked about team in the entire offseason. You're playing against a perennial AFC power. Maybe they take a step back in the Bills, but you're still taking on the team that has been running your AFC East for the past couple of years. And then, like I said, also, Steelers playing the Niners. You're going to play one of the best in the NFC. Steelers. Defenses, a lot of people like two that. great defenses versus two young quarterbacks. A lot of people talk. A, a lot of people have been talking hey, about listen, the Steelers. Pickett was the first quarterback taken last year, right? Yeah. And so then the most the, important you got too, the first quarterback versus the player who was taken last in the NFL draft. And and then also the big one that we've been talking about. Let's Walker start. Boza. Well, let's talk about. It. Well, Nick Bosa's not doesn't look like he's going to be playing oh, unless he gets I, a contract. The Steelers are preparing for Nick Bosa to play. Well, of course, you got to prepare. You got to prepare for everybody. The, the Lions should prepare for Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey to play, but don't know if they're going to actually play. Yes, prepare for everyone. You don't. You don't not prepare for people. And of course, and of course, Sunday night we got to prove that we can win a primetime and game. Yes, and that's the, the final one, and that's how we're going to start off this 2023 preview show because there's a lot to talk about, but we're going to try to digest the important stuff and what no better way to talk about it than the New York football giants. I just talked about teams that need a lot to prove that includes the New York football giants on Sunday night football against the team that you have not been in years. This team has been getting dominated by your arch rivals. Your two arch rivals. Yeah. You might beat up on the commanders, but that's fine. You guys have been battling out for third and fourth place for years. Now this is an Eagles and Cowboys division with the recent success. Now it's, a lot of big moves that they made offseason, adding speed on the edge and their defense and on their offense. Now it's time to put it all together where you're coming off of a season where not many people predicted the New York Giants would be in the playoffs. Well, a year later, a lot of people are 50-50 on the Giants. Some people might love them to get to back to the playoffs. Some people might think they take a step back. Well, it starts off week one against the Dallas Cowboys, Ted. Can they replicate? The 2022, and I did write an article about a week ago about if the New York Giants can replicate their surprising 2022 season. Because nobody thought the Giants were going. The Giants were all full rebuild last year, got a new coach, new GM, and the Giants somehow made it to the Final Four in the NFC playoffs last year. What happens this year? Daniel Jones gets a big contract. They got Saquon back. They got Andrew Thomas locked up. They got big decks locked up. They added pieces. Darren Waller, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt. The list goes on. Defensively, Deontay Banks. This is a new and improved team, but, yes, they are led by the great Brian Dable. So, Tech, can the Giants replicate? I know we've been going on for 10 minutes already, and we really haven't even talked about the Giants yet. So let's dive in. Well, we really haven't talked Giants. about anything. We were just – we really- but the, no, but we have here, been because here, we, here. we haven't specific. Let's just say this: we haven't specifically talked about anything. We kind of been just like, you know, well, yeah, because they're really leading up to it, leading all. There up really to is it. a lot to digest, right? Like, we're not going to break down every team. We talked about this before when we first started. Used to do this. We broke down every team and different. And it's just it was too much, right? 
for us personally with the Giants, it's important. It's important for us as Giant fans to get off to a hot start or a good start. You know what I mean? We it's don't want to be important. It's a mu- it's a must. I mean, it's you look a must. at the Giants. You look at the Giants' schedule. The first six weeks are just as brutal as anyone else's. I think only the Jets maybe have a tougher schedule the first six weeks of the but season. But that's the thing. It's and, not and, even and, about and the schedule. Course, it's not even about the schedule, Ted. It's about the fact that you have to first win your division, be successful. Well, dude, the Giants I were one. Four, the Giants were one four and one last year, and you haven't beaten this team. You have to. This is a must win. I don't care I mean, if it's week one. Must. Well, of course, it's a must win. Unless you're home. If you're going to get Dallas, let's get them early in the season. Let's where they've you know issues with Dak. They brought in Trey Lance. Like that's all the conversation. Which probably once a kickoff at eight oh five starts on Sunday, no one's going to really give a shit about any of that, anyways. All right, you yeah. know what I mean. They brought in Brandon Cooks. They lost Dalton Schultz. They lost Zeke, but they got Tony Power. Tony Power's coming off the injury, you know. So we'll see. Zach Martin had some things. Listen, Dallas is going to be ready to rock. That's plain and simple. This is going to be a legit test. This Dallas team could be the best team in the NFC this year. They are that talented enough. Offensively, defensively, you know, we have question marks about their coaching and Dak. But let's be honest. this Not team having Kellen Moore either. This team is as good as anyone in the league, talent-wise. If Dak plays to where a lot of people think he could play to the potentially, they're a Super Bowl caliber team. They're one of the best teams in the NFC. Their defense is elite. They have talent all over the field. They're speed. They're fast. They got one of the best defensive players in Micah Parsons. They still have one of the best offensive lines. All right. CD Lamb's a top 10 receiver in the league. Brandon Cooks, all he does since he's come in the league, what's it like seven, eight years? He's got a thousand yards. Right. Tony Powers explosive. Deuce Vaughn is could be like a Darren Sproles, could be a nemesis for the Giants and a lot of teams in NFC going forward. It's a legit test for the Giants, right? We talked about in the offseason, Daniel Jones got paid. Right. And a lot of people thought, oh my God, $40 million. What the hell? How could they pay him this? When you look at it, when the scheme of everything, it's really not that big of a deal when you look at all the quarterbacks and what they're getting paid. Right. He's probably 12th paid right now. Once Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow and a couple other guys and Dak gets their renewals next year, he'll be 15th. It'll be right exactly where he should be. And what happened? So for the Giants, it's okay. We know we have a legit left tackle. Can the rest of the offensive line and the moves that Joe Shane made in the offseason through the draft, will the offensive line improve? Because it must. This offensive line must be better in pass protection. It must be better in run block. Hopefully, Evan Neal takes that next step forward like Andrew Thomas did. Hopefully, Daniel Jones builds off an incredible season last year and proves to everyone else that he is worth the money, that he could be the carry guy. We know mm-hmm. what Saquon could do. Potentially yeah. one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, you said it before, Trev. You brought in a lot of speed on the outside. Can give us a lot of diversity with this offense. What Brian Dable can do, and then you listen. Honestly, maybe the most important for the player on the Giants offensively as a skilled guy is Darren Waller. This guy has potentially offensive player of the year written on him. You know what I mean? That's what the Giants could make him. He could be a ninety Travis to hundred catch, hundred catch guy. Which I mean, he could be a Travis Kelsey guy. I mean, Kafka. I mean, Kafka is from the Chiefs. So. And then you you know what the defense should be. This time around, you got Kayvon Thibodeau, Thibodeau, who's going to be healthy last year. He was not healthy in the beginning of the season. He had hamstring and some leg injuries. Remember, he got hurt in the preseason. He's going to be ready to go. Leger Laure, Leonard Williams, Dex, Deontay Banks, they drafted the first round. This team is healthy. This is an important game, though. Seeing all those players and potentially – it's, it's it's a huge game for the Giants, right? It's, it's, it's a good um, – a measuring stick for where this team is going to be. I get it, it's week one, but like we're always so close with this guy's game. Last year at home, we had an opportunity we just couldn't close, right? And then Thanksgiving, we played him against Thanksgiving. We were playing with it. We were playing with. Yeah, we had no. One, we, everybody we were, was, we everybody was injured. When a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest, okay? We, we had no one. We had no receivers. We were hurting. We we did the best we could, and we still had a chance down the end. We yeah. just couldn't make the plays. This is a must win for the Giants to be able to go 1-0 at home, win the divisional game. It's like a game and a half, right? You win the games at home. It's a division game. It's Dallas. It's it's, it's an importance going forward. It sets a tone for the regular season, I think. I think just like that Titans game last year, man. I didn't have high hopes. I picked against the Giants last year. I thought they were going to lose. I'm like, oh, it'll be a typical Giants. I thought last season, the way that game went, to win that game, the way the Giants won, I thought, set the tone for the rest of the season. If you look at the way the season went, the way that game was it was kind of a microcosm of how the Giants' season went last year. Two-point play, Saquon breaking a play, star player. You know what I mean? That's also stay tuned. So, so to be able to win this game and then knowing that you could have Arizona week two, not saying there's no easy wins in the NFL, but a possible going 2-0 and early in the season, which we have not seen 
and the Giants. I can't remember the last time the Giants went 2-0. Would be a huge start for this team going forward, especially if we want to kind of bring back what we thought we had last year and make a playoff run and prove again that last year wasn't a phony season to us and to everyone else. The Giants went 2-0 last year. Started to last well, year. Listen, that see that's what she was proves to me that I don't even remember it because it just doesn't it doesn't seem like something that's this, normal. And you people are like, what type of giant fan? You can't no, I can't remember their two and up. I don't even remember who the hell they played week last year, week two. No, they beat the Titans. To, I was trying I was trying to think of honestly who they played in week two. I don't know because I, I think they played Dallas. In, did they play Dallas? Did they play Dallas in week three or was it week two of the Monday night game? I'm pretty no, sure. No, it was because three. they could have gone two and out. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think if they were two and zero. Maybe you could look it up while I'm talking. I think it was. I think they. I think they went two and zero. For me personally, when I think of this giant team, I mean, with the exception of Daniel Jones, obviously being the most important, the two most important players for this New York Giant football team to be successful this year are very. It's very simple. They were. To, they were their two first round draft picks last season, Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau. You win a lot of football games nowadays. I get it. We're great quarterback play. But you also win a lot of football games when you win inside the trenches. Evan Neal, Evan Neal has to be that guy. I heard you, Carolina. Yes, yeah, so they did go 2-0, and then they lost to Dallas. Okay, And then they lost to Dallas. And then yeah. they beat the Bears in Green Bay. Yeah, so they were 4-1. and one. No, they were 5-1. and one. They, they beat Baltimore, too. Then they beat Baltimore, too. Um, so what I was saying is, I know that quarterback play is without question the most important. Great coaching as well. But you always have to win inside the trenches. Evan Neal has to take that Andrew Thomas next step, which is getting to elite level. Last year he had his struggles. He dealt with injuries. This year he's lost weight. A lot of people he's worked with Willie Anderson, all, former All-Pro. Remember when Willie Anderson played? college? Oh, yeah. uh, not college pros. Yeah, Kansas City Chiefs, bro. Okay. I just wonder. I was just making sure. I just wondering. I just had to. I just had to keep. You're you not on. talking to a normal football fan. Though someone I know, would say, I get, "You can't remember the Giants were two and out." No, I got to. I got to keep you on your toes. I got to keep you on your toes. But Kayvon yeah, Thibodeau and Evan Neal. Evan Neal has to take that next step because you already, like you said, you got your left tackle shirt up. Looks like John uh, Michael Schmidt. It could be that great center the Giants have been missing since Sean O'Hare. And then hopefully if Evan Neal could take that next step, that will change everything for this running attack and just being able to give Daniel Jones that comfortability in the pocket to make throws and even if he has to extend plays with his legs. And then Kayvon Thibodeau, you have to have that elite. Like the Lions, the Lions could sit here and be like, yeah, I think Aiden Hutchinson, I think he's going to be a stud. Kayvon Thibodeau has superstar potential, but he has to take that next step. He, He dealt with injury last year. Literally won us a game on the Sunday night game against let us got us to a playoff closer to a playoff bid against the Washington Commanders, but he has to take that next step, that elite pass rusher ability. He's got it all. He did it. He he had it at Oregon. He never really got to see the full potential. Now with this coaching staff, another year under this system, those are to me the biggest, I would say. For them to be successful moving forward this year, it's going to have to be on the second-year players of Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal because they both play at two premier positions in the NFL. And if you win, other than without great coaching and a great quarterback play, you win football games. You win football games inside the trenches. What was that? The fifth and eighth pick last year. They were the fifth and seventh pick last year. Seven. That's what I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, and here's here's the metric for us, bro. Like if we're gonna. This year, I'll be dead honest. I know we'll probably talk about the three best teams and the teams that are, should be the front runners in the NFC are plain and simple. It's Dallas, Philly, and the 49ers. It's no one else after that. So who's going to take that next step? Is it the Seattle Seahawks? Is it the Detroit Lions? Or really, is it the New York Giants? Those are the next three teams. Minnesota right Vikings. Minnesota I don't look Vikings. at the stop. I don't think the Vikings. The well, Giants. They were still Seattle, a 13-win team last year. That was phony crap. I, I get it, but they still the were Giants 13 proved twice that the Giants should have beat them and they were a better team than the Vikings last year. They I were a better it. team in Minnesota and they were a better team again when they beat them in the playoffs. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying yeah, that. Plain and simple, if the Giants want to be competitive, it starts week one this Sunday at 8 o'clock. Can we win a primetime game? I can't. I think Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, st- Daniel Jones' history speaks that he's not great in primetime games. But his last primetime game, take away the uh, in a meaningful game, I guess, Take away the playoff game, but that was just—I mean, the Eagles were oh, the machine Sunday night last game year. Against Washington it was a Sunday night game, which he did have some great moments. 
But we'll have to see. Dallas is a different animal. That defense is going to be ferocious. You know, Micah Parsons, where's 11 going to be? Where's seven going to that be? Place is Where, going to be rocking. I mean, that place is going to be rock. The net, like I said, Sunday and Monday night will be rocking in MetLife Stadium. It will be, I mean, for a New York football fan right now, it's a great time to be a football fan because of the fact that takeaway baseball, just for these two franchises, have been so bad for so long to know that. There's competency and there's excitement surrounding both of these teams. I mean, they've been getting talked about these two teams in the media for some time. The Jets, for obvious reasons, and the Giants are starting. A lot of people are talking about the Giants for either are they going to take the next step or are they going to take a step back. It starts Monday. It starts well, Sunday night. This uh, is this is the, I don't care about I don't care about week two through seventeen. This is the most important game of the season because hey, the video if you I start off, the Shannon if you and start, A. Smithing, was okay, that if, good? Was it a good debate? I didn't talk. I didn't see it because I was. Sleeping. I said it to you. I saw it, but what are they going? Everybody's the was same it, person. Was it just, a good argument? I don't was, consider Stephen A. Who was rooting for the Giants? It wasn't Shannon. Really? Yeah, he thinks the Giants are not going to make the playoffs, but that's fine. I mean, I see, don't they, never. They, they, there you go. But this is what that, I was trying to say. Is that's that, where you have most people thinking that the Giants on TV are not. Okay. Last year's season was a phony season. If you could beat Dallas Week One. You, you start to quiet the naysayers. It's not you even that. It's just week. it's not quieting the naysayers or anything. It's just a belief in your own time and you that you now belong in a division. It is quieting the naysayers. It's not because it's one game. It's belief in your team now because if of the Giants fact get that, spanked and they're like, exactly, here okay, you go. Okay, if they get Giants. spanked, then okay, I get it. But if they win, it's a belief for them. It's a confidence builder for them that, look, now we can compete in this division, this division that is a, I think they already have that. division. But some people don't because they, like you just said, the Eagles, bam, they're up here. Dallas is like right under yeah, that. Yeah, but in that locker, the Giants are believe. in that group. If the Giants can come out and play their game on Sunday night against a very good defense in Dallas, and and a good offense and play their game and win and look impressive, that is a confidence booster and builder moving forward for the rest of the season. Saying, hey, if we can beat them, we can beat anybody in the in this on our schedule. And that's how it has to be. That's why Sunday, Sunday night football, this is a must win for the New York Giants. I don't care if it's week one. This is a must win because it is a booster, a confidence builder for the season going forward. Speaking of the AFCs, we just talk about the NFCs as one of the best conferences in – or divisions, I should say, one of the best divisions in football. But I think some people might say that the two best divisions in football reside in the AFC. Now, me personally, we haven't put our predictions out, but I do not have the Kansas City Chiefs coming out of the AFC. I will just say that. Who I have, you will have to find out because we'll be posting that before – Thursday's opener. The two best conf- divisions in football, hard to hard to disagree with, is the AFC East and these AFC North. And to me, I think one of the teams are coming out of these two divisions. I, I don't see – I get it, Jacksonville. Everybody's high on Jacksonville right now, and their division is garbage, so they should be a runaway in that I division. I think it's too high. And then, you still get, and then you still got the Chiefs. Who are the Chiefs? Got Mahomes. You're going to get Kelsey back. You're eventually going to get Chris Jones signed up. They're going to have him. So they're going to run it back with those big four and Andy Reid. So they're not going anywhere. The Chargers, maybe, if they could stay healthy. But to me, this conference is going through one of these divisions. Now, who it's going to be, don't know. Because you have legitimate. I'll take the Patriots out of the way. Move and the, steel. and the Steelers. I would take the Steelers. Realistically, you could have seven to eight teams competing, not just in – I'm not saying Super Super Bowl, AFC title game, even getting to the second weekend of the AFC playoffs. This is a division. These two divisions look like they can be the leaders in the well, AFC clubhouse. You could have all four teams in the playoffs. In the, That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's ever, yeah. ever been done. Uh, no. I, I think if there was a chance – I would give the AFC North the advantage of all four teams making the playoffs. Yeah. I like the Steelers better than the Patriots, but you know, does Belichick have any tricks up the sleeve? Does he have any tricks up the sleeve? Well, his there? tricks are running out if they can. Tricks are for kids though. I sure do like tricks tricks are for kids. And, and, uh, and do, they even the, make, do they even do they even make tricks up? Well, and, well, here's and here's the thing. You look at the four quarterbacks. You just do it based on quarterbacks. Burrow, Josh Allen, 
Rodgers, Lamar, Deshaun, Tua, Pickett, and Mac, Mac Jones. You probably have Very Pickett. Similar. Maybe you probably have Pickett last, right? I might take Pickett over Mac Jones. Pickett was good in the preseason, bro. Pickett I think Mac, I think I think Mac is going to get a better chance this season, especially knowing that he has I mean, a competent Bill. I like Pickett's weapons. Oh, I, I get I like it, but Pickett. having Bill O'Brien there is Deontay going to be, Johnson is going to be nice. Pickens. Pepermute, Najee Harris, I think they fixed the offensive line a little bit the offseason. I think they should be much more improved. Healthy T.J. Watt, Cameron Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick. They still got boys, bro. So do you still – so Alex would you Ty take – so in the AFC, would you take the Chiefs or would you take the field right now? No, I'd take the field. That confidence – And realistically, it's probably coming from one of these divisions, right? Is the field this these divisions? Here's the thing. It depends on who's going to be the one seed, bro. The Chiefs have the, the advantage since Mahomes has been the quarterback. They've had number one seed. But oh, I mean, no. They, the they got lucky. The in the, yeah. Kelsey hyperextended his knee today. Yeah. Pro, I don't know what this prognosis is, but probably on. It looks like he's in that, doubt for a week. Unlikely now. that he plays Thursday, so mm-hmm. they miss him. Chris Jones, it doesn't matter if he signs, is not playing Thursday. And if he no. is, he's not in game shape. No. As I was listening to things before, a guy was more, I think Bart Scott this morning was saying, he is not going to be ready for minimum three weeks. When people are like, "Oh, he's in is the that best for shape. all those guys?" Though is that would you say the same for uh, Bosa yes. too? You would yeah, say Bosa? bro. Because yeah. even Bosa, there's a difference between being in shape and football shape. And getting football, run, you yeah. Can, you can swim, run all you got damn well, please. Yeah, ain't gonna make a difference until you're on the field, bro. That's true. And then what? And then what happens when guys miss time in the preseason? What happens all the time? Soft tissue injuries, hamstrings, things yep. that pulls that. Let's like, so you know, Chris Jones already said he's willing to sit out to week eight. That's freaking. Wild. That's like that's just eff- that, that, that's like, effing wild to really sit out like half a season. No, he's. I mean, it's what if Big Bones is willing to sit out? Like, what if the back and forth those guys are thinking like, I'm not signing before the other guys. Who signed. do you think is more? Who? What? Um, I mean, maybe it's a dumb question to ask, but I who's, think Bose whose absence? Whose absence is more concerned? Whose absence? Chris Jones. Is it just because of the fact that there's nobody else yes. on that Chiefs defense? Well, not not to the level of him. He stands out. Now I'm listen. Bosa stands out on a defense, but there's studs all over that that effing defense. They're yeah. they're stacked. Yeah, they have talent on all three levels. Mm-hmm. They brought. They have Carstead. They have Patrick. They have two legit, maybe the two best linebackers in football, in Greenwall and Fred Warner. They have mm-hmm. Tufanga. They have they have people on the outside, right? Because they look offensively, they have tackle football and Trevor Williams. They have top. They have one of the two best running backs. Free. They have one of the most explosive players in Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk. You know, and then I don't, who knows the backups and guys that Kyle Shannon's going to be able to use. Brock Purdy. I mean, I think that's another question mark. Everyone just assumes that Brock Purdy is going to be able to just take what he did last year when he was seven zero, and just do that this year. It's going to be a different ball game. Last year, he caught people by surprise because they weren't prepared for it. Remember, two guys had to get hurt last year. Trey Lawrence had to get hurt, and Jimmy G had to get hurt for him to play. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. We'll see how Brock Purdy comes back from the elbow injury, see how he does. Maybe Sam Donald might be So, the, the so what you're saying, from what you've been hinting at, is that you like one of the teams in this division to come out in the AFC as well. well here, here, here's what I'll say to this. Um, if I'm a Bengal fan, I'm a little worried. Burrow hasn't played all preseason. He's had injuries before. Okay, so he's not immune to injuries. Like the team he still that hasn't got that contract but either. There's question marks. My team that I love out of this division is the Ravens. Me too. The question will be how does the offense with Todd Munkin change and how does it maybe take Lamar to another explosive level? Like we thought he was great before when he had an MVP. What does yeah. Lamar do now that the – it looks like Lamar said it's, it's it's his offense. He's ready to rock and roll. He's he's good for 50 touchdowns this year, I'm thinking. I'm ready to or, roll. Or, or also, I you mean, got to just take into consideration. You got, you, got, you got Beckham. You got Bateman who dropped in the first round. Do you, think these, both of these divisions, huh? do you think both of these divisions are just going to beat the hell out of each other because of the fact well, of how, like, even well, – where- I mean, think about it. The AFC East – I mean, nobody knows who's coming to uh, the Bills. Maybe the favorite right now, but then you well, got Von the Jets. Miller's missing the first four games. I get it, so but that, then you get the huge. But then you get the Jets, who everybody's been 
enamored dark. with this entire offseason. And then the Dolphins. The Dolphins have a lot of weapons, but guess what? Their offensive line is putrid. If they haven't improved their offensive line, and they have a quarterback that's a hit away from getting. But their defense is their defense is their legit defense too. is good, but they still don't but have Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, the Patriots defense might be the best defense that nobody's talking about. Like that's the thing. But there's because we're not talking because they don't have Sauce Garden, they don't have Quinn and Williams. Their one star that we can really think of right off the top of the head is Matthew Judon. They have one of the best defenses in football. They turn the ball over, they get to the quarterback, they'll be in games just because of the they'll be in just games because of the fact that the defense might take the other three defenses over the Patriots. That's fine, but there might be just in games just because of the fact that their defense is is that elite and coaching. And then the AFC North is always a bloodbath. You know this. I mean, the Battle of Ohio, you get Cincinnati, and you get freaking the Browns. That's always Steelers, a, a Ravens. And then Steelers, Ravens does it, it speaks for itself. I mean, these teams are going to just Do you remember beat the, the Steelers hell out of each other. Watch- the Steelers crushed the Bengals week one last year. Remember making Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I, I do. No, they didn't crush them. They went to overtime because it was one of the wildest endings ever. It was wild the way the game ended. Oh, but they, they kept missing field. Were they, were field. They no, they kept missing field goals. Like literally, McPherson and um, Boswell just kept missing field goals. They went to overtime. I think the Steelers ended up winning the like game. Boswell and the Payton, like on his fifth, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Then, like here's the thing: if Deshaun is healthy and ready to rock, they brought in Elijah Moore from the Jets. They made a trade for him. Amari Cooper is still a number one. Let's see if David Njoku could ever stay healthy. They have one of the, I would say, one of the five best offensive lines in football. They have the. They want a top three running backs you, in football right now. The best running back in football, some people would say. Best pure runner of a running back, the term running really back. Really good He's, defense. Yeah. Really good. Uh, the, the coaching might be a question. So, I mean, you here's the thing. That's where, like, the Jaguars, if the Jaguars can find a way to put it together and take care of business, they could be the number one seed only by default because of how easy the division is, where they're not getting beat up like the Bengals will be, yeah. you know, like the Bills will be, like, and then Even, you look at the, the the West. Yes, the Chiefs should be the one seed, but they got issues of their own right now. Yeah. I just saw Mahomes will have seven receivers on Sunday or on Thursday. I don't even half of them. We won't even know. We don't even know. We never even heard of them. Kelsey's out. Chris Jones out. The Chargers are the biggest question mark. And something that you saw, potential can get you in trouble. Potentially, they're as good as anyone in that that conference. They could be the number one seed. Mm. I think Herbert's going to have an explosive season this year with Kellen Moore. Just oh, that Kellen would be that would be track. beautiful because that's my fantasy quarterback. I mean, you look, you, look at the, you look at the three receivers they have. If they can stay healthy, that's the problem. They their the nemesis is their injuries. Yeah, you look at last year. Mac gets hurt. Boza gets hurt. Derwin James. But gets they hurt. also have an incompetent. Like, they have also have an incompetent head coach. I know he should, Rashawn he Slater have, got he should, Slater he should have been fired year he should have been fired years ago. I mean Eckler, you look at that team like that team offensively just as explosive. You got three stud receivers. You got yeah, but Ted, we got, said the same thing in two thousand. I know what I'm saying. I know. You know what I'm saying. I'm speaking. The, the, I'm this just is just a franchise. Oh, I know. This is just a franchise as a whole, though. That's the thing. They've always and, and, and I think always had talent. I think a lot of people. I think you will don't be do both. It. I don't think the Raiders. It. Won't be good. No. I think they'll try to be good potentially, but they won't be good. They'll be looking for another head coach soon. I bet Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams are on the trade deadline by October. Absolutely. Especially, I think this, I think this is going to be one of the better trade deadlines possible in the history of the NFL because of the fact that you're two LA, the two teams out on not the Chargers, but the Rams and the and teams like the Raiders, teams that are going to be in rebuild mode. Maybe they move on from yeah. their star players. Well, if you're the Raiders next year, like potentially you're one and four, do you sit Jimmy G? Let I don't know. Let the backup McDaniels, go. McDaniel's needs to be let go. And do you next year try to get Drake May or Caleb Williams at the one and two pick? Not, I mean, it's not out of the to restart your franchise because one of those two guys could, like with the Jaguars, getting that quarterback, like a guy like Trevor Lawrence, could set your franchise up. For the next ten to fifteen years. Yeah, but unless they're not winning, unless they're losing, they're winning like less than two games, then they're not going to be in the sweepstakes of Caleb Williams because the Cardinal. We just we realistically. What happens, what happens if Caleb Williams says, and it was talked about this morning and talked about? I'll bring it up, bro. And I know this is not part of our show. What if Caleb Williams says, "F you, I'm pulling the element. I'm not playing for you. I will sit out and go get a Nike deal or play somewhere else." Then the, Ra- then the Raiders. 
would be like I think the Raiders would be the idea. What if he, well, okay? What if the Rams are the second pick or third pick, and he's like, I'm not playing for you, Arizona. I'm not. I'm, I'm I think that, that, I think that would be. He will. I, I will either go be back idiotic to of him. I, I think that like I get it with the I get it with the Cardinals if he decided to pull like I don't want to go play for Arizona I get it because Arizona doesn't I mean Arizona's not say, enticing. No, Arizona doesn't want to trade them trade but for them. LA, but the Rams I mean, Ray, McVay, listen, the Rams are Mc, always willing to give up first round picks they were going to get if McVay to okay but if McVay stays around and then Stafford is there for another year at least he doesn't have to come in and I mean just think about trade, it trading Stafford Stafford has no value has no value Dallas right Cowboys. Now. He's a Texas-born kid. Dak's on yeah, his great. contract. Yeah. Stafford goes to play for the Cowboys. Dak lets it go. There you go. Rams trade for the number one pick. They draft Caleb Williams. He stays out in L.A. Arizona gets how are they getting? Goals. How are they getting the number one pick? Trade up. Second They're going to enter division. They're going to enter division trade for the number one That's pick. It. If Arizona's going to get three first-round picks, plus all the Screw picks. it. Just go trade for Kyler then. If that's the case, just go trade for Kyler. Well, I mean, what's the what, here's the potential? Give you give you two first round picks and and, and Kyle. I mean, who's? I mean, this is what's interesting because next year, I, I know this is off topic, but we talked about it beforehand the quarterback class coming into this draft. And I'm not trying to skip through the season, but there's a possible six first round quarterbacks next year. And then what happens with Kyler next year with Arizona if they're awful? What happens with Stafford? He's been beat up injuries. What do, do the Rams move on from and fully rebuild? Do they trade Donald? Like, what if what if the Rams are awful? Aaron Donald could be on the trade deadline. Matthew Stafford. Like, you're talking about like teams that could be potential. What what happens with Dak? Like Dallas is signing everyone else but Dak. Like you just you know you just start to ponder what what the offseason, I mean what could be like with things. But that's what that's why. The first games of the season set the tone of things. You know, last year, like, wow, the Rams looked bad last year. The Bills came in and spanked them. And, and, that, must really, have, and, that, and, was, and of, that was a telling sign because that's exactly how the rest of the year played out for that Rams team because everybody bought into, and, and us included, thought that the Rams would be one of those contenders in the NFC, and they were far from it. And they were in more of a rebuild mode and, and a disaster than they were looking for success. Do you think the Jets have the written on them? You think the Jets uh, have bus, you think the Jets have bus Yeah, of on? course, because their offensive line is awful. They're relying on a 38-year-old left tackle. They're relying on a guy that's been can't really take care of his weight in Mackay Beckton, a guy that's you know hasn't lived up to his first round pick. And I get it, you're getting Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will be Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is also coming off of his worst season. Can you imagine the past, they go over the past ten years? They play the Bills yeah. in Dallas and what we their defense two. alone Actually, will their sorry, defense alone will keep them their defense alone will win them a lot of games. Their well, offense you have potential. You have Garrett Wilson who has the potential to be one of the top five receivers by the end of the year. And then like I said, your running back situation, you got Dalvin. Brees Hall is gonna come back. It just comes down to like I said with the Giants. If their offensive line is awful. It's going to be a long season, and then once they start, and they have a tough schedule off the, out of the nope. gate. So if they start off poor, and we've seen Rodgers complain a lot and bitch, so if he continues, if he gets like that, you know how that could Bro, be a problem. If they go and, and he's in two, New York. Matt, they lose the Bills at home, and then lose to Dallas, and they start zero two. There is going to be a panic attack. It's a possibility. On the New York Jets sideline. It's not oh, out of the. It's not out of the question. Oh, ab- like, absolutely not. Because now you know it's screaming, and God forbid, like Rodgers gets beat up the first two weeks because the offensive line can't hold up, and the defense is playing well. Who are they calling for an offensive tackle? Who? I mean, what? Are, are they, I mean, personally, calling, I don't really. Calling, I, I really don't want. care about the. I don't really care about the Jets because of all the shit they've been spewing this whole offseason of saying, oh, especially now DJ Reed, the latest. Compadre in that saying we could have one of the all-time great defenses. Let's pump the brakes. Like let's just relax and just play the game. Like all like to, this is why teams like the Jets and the Cowboys, you know, always find themselves. Sure, potentially what, the Bills and Cowboys could be in the Super Bowl. Those could be the Super Bowl. I get it. I'm saying my point. My point is, is that every there's always these teams. There's always these teams that always come out and spew nonsense and always talk and and always just like. And there's a reason why at the end of the season people laugh at you and and you're and you're a meme and, and people are laughing at you as you're a com. You're you're 
I guess, a comedy act because of the fact that you just continue to talk and talk and talk. Just go out and play the game, man. Like, why do you but have to say hype, anything? The hype behind them has been. I like get it, one. and that's why the the pressure is on. There, there is. We could talk about each individual team for forty five minutes, just story wise. I mean, I we I know you don't even care, and I'm not I'm just bringing it up as just a talking point that would be a conversation. But like the Denver situation with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, like I know that kind of gets pushed down the line of of storylines because there's so many. You know what I mean? The Chiefs' storyline is their best defensive player is holding out, which drastically affects this team. You know, you have the two injury situation. One concussion, like, is he done for the season? How long does he sit out? Like, it's not that, for the I season, mean, bro. It would be for his career because he's got like five concussions. You know, like, you can't play, you can't ha- continue what, to play when you get in concussions. What happens with that? Right. You know, you know, like Lamar now, like, right, coming back off injury, you got paid. Herbert got paid. Like, you're ex- now, like, Lamar, you, you got to start winning playoff games. Herbert, you got to get into the playoffs. Like Jets, everyone's already crowning your champs and you haven't won anything. The Bills are probably looking like, these guys have been a joke for like 25 years. All of a sudden, they want to be hype trained. They've you been know a what joke since 1969. So you, you, you potentially in the AFC, there's so many storylines. That's why every week in the AFC is going to be, potentially every game is going to be so much so it's, cool. it's AFC. The AFC this year will be must watch. Like it's been the past couple of years. Let's get. Let's finish off with the. I guess the little brother in the NFL right now, the NFC, because the NFC has not been talked about. It's all been about the AFC and who's going to well, be because of the quarterbacks. Is it going to be the Chiefs repeating? It's not even that. It's just the talent that's in the AFC is just exponentially. Dude, it's the quarterback. Greater. I think. I get it. But the talent as well. Add the talent to it. It's just exponentially greater than teams in the NFC. I mean, realistically, it's so top-heavy. All we've been talking about, are the Jags going to take a a super step? Are the Chiefs going to repeat? Can the Chargers finally get over the hump? The Jets with the big moves, can they do it? All we've been hearing is everything about the AFC with the big contracts too. And then we get over to the NFC and it's like, oh, well, we already know it's going to probably either be the Niners or the Eagles or – Cowboys. Is it someone else coming out of the NFC? You got to put, the Cowboys. You gotta put is, the Cowboys in that conversation. I don't have to do anything. Talent, talent wise, they're as good as the Eagles. Yeah, talent wise, talent, talent wise, every year they're like that. Yeah, but but they're, I, they're probably going to get to the playoffs. They're, they're the okay, third so best. Okay, so they get to the playoffs. Yeah, they're, okay, they're but the that's not the expectation okay. anymore for but Dallas. They're the, third, they're the third best team. In but the Dallas' expectations are like the Yankees. Yeah. I get they're it, the, but they're, 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 they're the third they're, best team in the conference. Okay, I I understand this. I'm agreeing. No one is looking at anyone else. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. What I'm trying to say is we get the same narrative every year from the Dallas Cowboys. Their talent talent is unbelievable. We get it. It's every year. The NFC was also much more stacked. Oh, so it should be a lot easier for the Dallas Cowboys yeah, to be playing be a Super lot Bowl Sunday for them than this to year. Potentially be a number one seed and get to the Super Bowl. Well, what was Absolutely. the excuse? What was the difference last year? Because the same thing happened in the NFC last year because the NFC was pretty much a two-team race. You never bought into anybody else's hype other than the Niners and the Eagles. You didn't buy into Seattle. They were a great story. You didn't buy in the Giants. They were a great story. You didn't buy in the Vikings, even though they were a 13-win team. You didn't trust them. And then you had the Dallas Cowboys. What was the excuse last year? Nothing. There was no – they lost to a seventh – and I get it. Brock Purdy was an incredible story last year. But you think you you're lost to a, this year, though? No, I don't. I don't. I think they're older. I get it. They added Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks will be a nice number two. But Brandon Cooks has a lot of injuries, too. I get it. He gets 1,000 yards a season somehow, even with all the injuries. But I'm not going to bank on Brandon Cooks being my – Well, you get the 1,000 yards for seven straight years. You can bank on that. Okay. Yeah, you can bank bank on that. But I'm not going to say – Michael Gallup is number three. And and then I get it. They also got Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore is a year older. Like, this is not – doesn't matter, bro. He was one of the best corners last year. He becomes. He was all right. He, he was all right. He was all right. He wasn't he was, like. He was all right. He was right. one of the top five quarterbacks last year. He was. We're, really... we're talking like he's twenty eighteen. Stephon Gilmore. He's still five years good, later. Though. Okay, I get it, but he's not. Compared to what they had, this is he still got Diggs, who's high risk, high reward. Right, the guy makes plays, but you also can beat him deep. They have, My point is, they is have, that they had no excuse last year. Demarcus Lawrence. They drafted the D tackle. What's his name? Mozzie uh, Smith. Mozzie Smith. Mozzie, from... was talking, but also, here's my thing. Here's the thing. 
they have an average quarterback. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. No, with av- average no, average is where the Kirk Cousins level is. I think okay, he's, he's literally Cousins. at the Kirk Cousins line, bro. He's above There's, Kirk Cousins. Okay, so Kirk Cousins is 12 or 13. Dak Prescott is 11 or 10, 10 or 11. Okay, so what's the difference? If he was six or seven, okay, I get it. There's a or, difference. Here's the thing, though. Potentially, Dak could be five or six. Kirk Cousins camping. Dak, Dak potentially could be five and six? Here, here, yes. Dak has the potential, bro, absolutely to be that good. Oh. His numbers could be good. If Take away the picks. He potentially could be. Some bad throws. And don't forget, we talked about this with Eli Manning we used to do. We don't blame the quarterback for the picks, but that. tips. Guy drops the ball. It's not his fault. He hits him in the but hands. This is, what he, this is what he was in college, too. He was incredible in college. Great ball, though. Great college. Was, Eli Manning would was, put the ball on the thing. All I'm trying to say is Dak was the same way in college. He had great stats, too. Never well, that's, why, this, that's why never I think an SEC championship or can never win. All right. Well, that's why I'm saying before when we talked about pressure players, when one of the topics we did a show about a month ago, we talked Dak Prescott should have the most pressure in the NFC of any player without question or doubt. It shouldn't even be close. Sorry. Number one overall in the league should be Aaron Rodgers because of the hype train. Yeah, of course. Number two should be Dak. He's on a contract year. I had Fields. I think Fields would be right in that no. conversation, too. Dak. Dak more so. He plays I mean, if, the Fields, if Fields shits the bed, guess what? They could be moving on from him. All right, whatever. Fields get another job. Dak. As a backup, and, he's going to be a perennial. Once you lose, it's like it's like breaking up with the next. Once you break up with them the first time, there's no reason of going back to him, and you know what the best is. That's what it is. If Justin Fields saved, and I don't, I don't think he's going to. But if Justin Fields struggled, and guess what, they had to move on. Who's going to be like, yeah, let's take Forty Niners will bring him in next. Yeah, season. let's take him, and then be like his his career is going to rejuvenate. Just hurt. like He'll that. Take over Donald's role. Purdy will get hurt, and then they'll be the. I mean, the Bears have given him some, the given him some pieces. I know. But Dak is on a whole nother level because it's supposed to be Super Bowl. Yeah, it's Dallas. I get it. And he's but been I, there for what? Eight years? Seven, eight years? But it's, I'm just. I, this I've might be the best him. Dallas team since he started his, his rookie oh, season. Oh, here we go with this. I've heard that too. But Dak, this is probably the best team since their, his rookie season when they went 12 and 4. And then what? It was, a, it was Rodgers, right? In Green Bay, they lost. Yeah. We watched it on Glenn's house, right? That was the 12 and 4 team? Yeah. Was that the team with Zeke and all them? Yeah. They I mean, lost in the divisional round. They were the number so, one I mean, seed that year. If Dak plays better last year, Dallas should have beat the 49ers. Dak did not play well enough. Thank Bad you. throws, picked. Yeah. He had CeeDee Lamb down the sidelines. If he throws he's it not him, a good enough quarterback. Well, that, he's got to play better. And here's when your own you when your owner de- when your owner decides not- to go, when your owner decides to go trade for a guy that just no reason needed to do it at all, no. and then on top of it they haven't said anything of extension yet. I know they've talked about it. Well, they just it. they just resigned Steele, the right tackle for seventy something. Yeah, so the, and then they're gonna have to go sign Parsons. They're gonna have to sign CD as well. Yeah, both. They're gonna sign Parsons to a massive deal. They're gonna sign. They're gonna sign CD, who's who's going to get you know the twenty two to twenty three million per year that receivers are getting. So you might not be able to pay a quarterback. So you might have to be a rookie quarterback. Like Dak Prescott is what he is. I've seen enough to know. I am saying, Trev. I get it. I've seen enough to say this. Be like. There's just He's no. He's going to want fifty to fifty-five million dollars a year. You're talking four years, two hundred million dollar minimum deal. What Dak's going to be looking for as an extension? Just like, that's the nature of the ball game. That's why I. He's I not know worth fifty million dollars. No. We know that. And that's why I say about like Daniel Jones. Like I, I want to wait for Daniel Jones because of the fact that like people will be like, we know what Daniel Jones is quickly. Not necessarily. That's like half true, but half wrong because of the fact of. Let's see what Daniel Jones can do in Brian Dable's second season with the same system. We got to also think about that. Like he's had a different system each and every year, different head coaches, different offensive coordinators. So he's always thinking and everything's got to be processed differently each and every year. Now he's getting the second season. Let's see if Daniel Jones could take that next step. Dak, I think that's going to hurt Dak too is that Kellen Moore is gone. Oh, I know. Yeah, Kellen Moore's gone. So Mike McCarthy's going to be running the offense. And if there's one thing that I really – if you're a Dallas fan and you are banking on this team to be great, you're going to rely on on Mike McCarthy. We've seen him. I thought he was a pretty for Green Bay. Yeah, when you have have Aaron Rodgers, a lot of things get cleared up. When you have an elite-level quarterback, a Hall of Fame – like Dak Prescott's not an elite-level quarterback. I'm sorry, he's not. 
He might be in the top 10, top 12 quarterbacks. He's not elite. So, like, Aaron Rodgers erases a lot of those, you know, miscues. Dak Prescott makes you realize, oh, shit, there's more problems than we actually have. So, to me, right now, it's a two-team race in the NFC. I get it. People are like, Dallas, you got to put them. They're so talented. We'll see. We get it every year. It's the same freaking thing. They're going to be great. They're going to – will they win 10, 11, 12 games? Yes. It may very well be the case, yes. Of course. The only way they don't if Dak gets hurt. I mean, they did pretty well when that's Dak where, was that's out where last the, year. That's where the Giants have to be. You figure the Eagles, listen, they lost their two offensive coordinators. They should, they'll probably the two take offensive a step back. coordinators. I meant the two coordinators. I say offense, I meant offense and defense coordinator. I did, I meant to say, I think Steichen's going to be a bigger loss than people really. The offense, yeah. That defense is still going to be stout. You know who their offensive offense. coordinator is? God. The Eagles, Brian Johnson. Do you know where he's from? Do you remember where he's from? Brian Johnson? Mm-hmm. Was he a player? Yeah, he was a quarterback in college. Brian Johnson? He played for the Utah Utes team that went undefeated and beat Bama. The barcade that was number three. In the Sugar Bowl. Yes, I remember him, really. Yeah, he was the quarterback Did you see for the that Ravens team. are the only team to have all three quarterbacks were African-American. And, and then their coaching staff, coaching too, which is. Coaching staff, that quarterback coach. That's hey. great. That's great to see. Hundley, I mean, Huntley's not a bad backup. Um, Josh Johnson, I mean, he's been he's been in he's every been, team. He's in been the everywhere. Game. And then you got one of the best in the game in Lamar. So, yeah. right now for me, the AFC, wide open. I see the AFC coming down into the AFC East and the AFC North. I think that the Chiefs are going to have – I mean, Kelsey should be back within a I week or two. I think for the two. first time, they're not going to be the one seed. We said that last year too. They lose Tyreek Hill, and, and they were the one seed, and they got the and they got they won the whole effing thing. This year feels different. And we said and that. Last, I'm just gonna say that we said that last year, but you could be right. Last year's AFC was wild. And somehow the Chiefs still got there, and they still won another yeah, Super. Of course, and then you got the Bills, which potentially this is a make or break year for them because, like, we've been on the hype train. It's a make or break else, for the franchise. I get it. everyone else has been on the hype train for the Bills last year. Like last year, the Bills were supposed to be. They're like they were the pick. They were the pick last year. Yeah. I don't know who the pick is this year. I haven't heard anyone say like there's that one team. No one's really Bengals, said, Ravens, yeah. Eagles, Niners, Chiefs. Yeah, but there's no, like last year. Last year, everyone had the Bills as the number one team last year. Yeah. All right. And, and then it just made it even. And think about it after the week one game too. And now don't forget Josh Allen's the Madden, Josh too. Allen's the Madden cover guy, which yeah. is are some jinxes in the. And here's the other thing we and we have mentioned multiple times on the show is. Josh Allen's salary cap hit mm-hmm. jumps huge next year, the percentage-wise, on the Bills next year. So the players that are currently on this team will no longer be on this team. They're going to have to make some drastic moves. So it's really important. We've seen it before. Russell Wilson and the other win. Early and maybe this is the best thing that could have happened to the Bills because all we've been talking about is the New York Jets. Last year we were talking about the Buffalo Bills throughout the entire offseason. All the pressure was on them to win. Maybe this year they take the load, but maybe the the load goes off. I guess it takes off the you know the pressure right? a little because now the Jets have it's all about the Jets, the Dolphins, but nobody's talking about the Bills. People think the Bills are going to take a step back. Maybe it's not the worst thing. Just gonna say that. Did you freak? Did you? Huh? No, I was just gonna say every week in and week out. Not that it isn't, but. More so this year because of the AFC, like because the quarterbacks and the teams and everything, every game is going to seem like a huge game. Yeah, of course. And then you the NFC, I mean? and then the because, NFC, the NFC is just going to be. Well, yeah, is it going mean, to be, it, it gonna like be Philly said, against the Niners? That's that's really. And then you're going to have those games where like CJ Stroud versus Anthony Richardson, the two rookies. You know, Bryce Hell Young. Yeah. All three rookies are starting this week, so mm-hmm. we'll see how they, you know, Perform. potentially play. Yeah. And then you got guys like you know Jonathan Taylor sitting out. Brian Burns, Nick Boza, Chris Jones, Chandler Jones just came out and said some shit. Yeah, it looks like he wants to. He, he looks like wants he wants out. out. Devontae <laughs> said some weird things in Oakland or when I was Vegas. You know, like what potentially is could happen in the season is yeah, the AFC is gonna be wild. The NFC looks like it's a two team race. That's why I, I'm going I'm not gonna go with the field in the NFC. I'll go with those the obvious choices right now. It could change drastically. You got to just see how it plays out. And the AFC, like Ted said, is a week-by-week decision basis pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, like I said, we're 
two days away. Yeah, because every, everyone's jumping on the Jaguars like, hey, the Jaguars. I'm well, like, just because they, of the divisions they, awful, they, they added some pieces. Bro. Their defense yeah. isn't that great. All right. And they're they expect Trevor Lawrence to take that next okay, well, superstar if, town. Hopefully okay. he gets protected on the offensive line. Agreed. Because that's another issue. And, you know, and people forget the Titans are no slouch, man. Vrabel's a great coach. Always gets them. Tannehill knows he's kind of playing for his career, a season. You know, potentially this could be his last season as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Derrick Henry's on the last year of his contract. DeAndre Hopkins, you know, kind of like no one really wanted him, kind of like a one-year, two-year deal. So, like, that's a team where, like, can maybe sneak as a one seed. Yeah. Like, could they steal the show, be one of those underrated teams this year? Like, last year was a down year, a lot of injuries. Maybe take that next step forward. Who knows? I mean, we'll, we'll see. see. It's, it's, it's all I texted Pat. I'm like, bro, I am pumped for Sunday, bro. Like – the Sunday oh, yeah. game, bro. Like Giants uh, and Clock. I just, like, I just, Chargers, I, just Miami, I know Sunday's Sunday's gonna be fun. I get it. Sunday's gonna be fun. All right, I care see. about what is game? Just, let's see the one o'clock. I just game. care about the eight twenty game. I care about the eight twenty right. game. It's a must. Cincinnati, must Cleveland, games. excited for San Francisco, Pittsburgh, super pumped. All right, you for. can look at the schedule. We're signing off as Ted reads his schedule. Jerk. So Ted can remember his schedule because he doesn't remember what you, he did yesterday. Upset alert: New England over Philly on Sunday. Wow, the spread's only four. Which is a Tom Brady bit. returns, I believe. I believe he returns this Sunday yeah. for his jersey retirement. Yeah, I think he's returning to play. Can he play receiver? Oh, yeah. That's just what he's well, going to do. I mean, oh, the Rams, Seattle. I mean, let's see. Let's I see cares the about that game. Well, it was a division rival. The Sunday and Monday night games, baby. New York's the, the, the big city. The Big Apple's going to be loud this weekend. Loud. Loud and hey, proud. Hey, so New York's go two and zero, one and one, or zero and two. Oh no, the Giants are winning, the Jets are losing. You just jinxed. I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna predict. Oh, I always gotta go with the. Come on, you think I'm picking Dallas? Pick Dallas and Bills. <laughs> go ahead, pick them. That's fine. I'm picking I the am. Giants. I am. I'm picking the Giants, and the Jets are gonna lose every week in my book. But Gary Wilson's gonna have ten catches, hundred seventy yards every week for two touchdowns. Lamar's gonna have fifty. Oh, and one other thing, Jackery tried to offer me a trade already. You tried, yeah, he's already offered. Yeah, he's already offered me a trade. What have you been talking? I'm trying to offer. You tried to offer me J.K. Dobbins for yeah. Odell. Yeah, he wants. He wants Mike Evans. I said no. Negative. Dude, first of all, I'm not trading Odell for a running back when I already have like four running backs. Okay, yeah, he, I don't need. I don't. And when they him. when they rotate like Gus Edwards and other and other guys now. And second row, Odell, poten- Odell could be a pot- potential great flex player for me. Like I, I would have just said. And, and, I got Lamar, and I got Lamar. Bro, no way. I would have just said, hey, should have never drafted him. That's all I mean, awesome. You're trading me back for Odell in a league where. I mean, we got to talk because I still want – I'm still talking with you. Yeah, I'm still – I'm still – is everyone, we haven't even started week one. We're talking fantasy training. I, I want. Like, I'm trying to talk to. I'm talking to you. Before. I'm talking to you, man to man, on the screen right now. I'm talking to you. Yeah. I want to try to make a trade. You're not getting Darren Waller right now. I don't want Darren Waller. I want. I want uh, G. Will. You're not getting. Give me him. I'll trade you AJ Brown. He froze, so I don't know his reaction right now. I'll trade you. I'll trade you AJ Brown. Dude. I'll have the Ohio State boys with Chase. Give me that. All Do I look good, man? I get some nice tan today. Yeah, you got some color. Good for you. You look white. I'm not white. I'm tan, bro. Maybe it's just very. Camera. It's, it's my light. My light. I have You're a light. Yeah, my light. Get some, get some rest. Your eyes look tired. You got like. I can't really. I can't really go to rest. I have to go to. You know, I have to go you to need, work. You need to get and as I, much rest as possible for next Thursday. I'm not going to be able to, bro. Rest. I can't. How am I going to be able to? I got to work tonight. I got to work tomorrow night. I got to work Thursday. Dude, you act like I got, you're working more I got to work. For, oh, no, I know. But my schedule is worse than you. Oh, we got Minnesota and Philly next week. All right. I got to work for. I got to work Friday. I got to work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You want to know, know my schedule? Yeah, I know, Ted. We do the same thing, but you don't get up at 4 in the morning. Yeah, but I'm working 16-hour shifts. Yeah, and what do you do? And we're off. <laughs> And done. <laughs> you ran right into that, bro. I'm sorry. You ran into that one, G. Yeah, I mean, we're here. I mean, I can't believe it. I can't. I can't believe it's September. Did you click the show end? No, we're still. I can't. I'm just viewing right now. I can't and. believe it's. I can't believe it's September. End. Okay. 
<laughs> you trying to end me. I was just figure. I was just trying to close out. He's trying to get the hour. That's why he doesn't want to get an hour. <laughs> Ladies and You're gentlemen, right. we're at Keys to the City. We will see you next episode. Enjoy some football. The boys of fall return Thursday. We're right here. See you next time. We out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.